Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you can implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode. My entrepreneurial journey began when I decided to walk away from a corporate sales job. It was a great job, Monday through Friday, eight to five, all the benefits. But I walked away from that and decided to start a lawn and landscape company. Now look, I don't know if you're familiar with Louisiana, but Louisiana in the summertime is not necessarily a place you want to spend your days outside. But over the course of that next three-year period, I grew that company from startup to one of the largest in our region. And it was December of that year, the third year, and I decided that I was going to put the business up for sale. You see, an interesting thing that had happened over the past three years as I was growing the lawn and landscape company was that actual customers from our lawn and landscape company started coming to me and asked me, what is it that you are doing to grow? What are you doing to scale your company at such a rapid rate? And the answer was always marketing. I was very intentional and very purposeful in the marketing that we were doing. I believe that marketing was the thing that would separate us from all of our competitors. And sure enough, it was. So those questions led into consulting gigs, which led into paid marketing projects. And that ultimately turned into the business that I have to date, which is Ugly Mug Marketing. So we are now 14 years in business full-time at Ugly Mug Marketing, and we are fortunate to work literally with clients from around the world, everyone from New York Times bestselling authors to the mom-and-pop coffee shop across the street. For me, launching this next business, Ugly Mug Marketing, it really forced me to evaluate my personal expenses. So in the process of launching this business, I'd come off the success of a previous business. So my wife and I were fortunate to have some money in savings. The problem was, as I'd grown the lawn and landscape company, our personal expenses had grown drastically, right? We had both had new vehicles. We had a boat. We had just bought 50 acres worth of land. We were living in a nice big house. And so as I began this company, what I quickly discovered was that I wasn't able to scale it or to grow it as quickly as I'd originally hoped. So we were faced then with the question, do we actually truly believe that Ugly Mug Marketing is capable of becoming something great? Do we have faith in this dream? Do we have faith in this thing that we're trying to give birth to or do we not? And we did have faith. So we agreed that it would be worth making personal sacrifices to keep the company alive. And so over the course of a few years, we sold both our new vehicles. We sold our home. We sold our boat. We sold our 50 acres of land that we were eventually going to build our dream home on. We sold all of those things with the intention of giving us time to get Ugly Mug Marketing off the ground and keep it going. Another important lesson that I learned in the early days of bootstrapping this business was there's a big difference in the types of revenue that you can generate. You see, project revenue was what I originally was after. I wanted more and more projects. But what I discovered was, When those projects ended, the revenue dried up as well. So I learned to shift to focus on on more recurring revenue items or more recurring revenue projects instead of just project to project revenue. The biggest success for me was actually in 
the success of the company, right? So we are now 14 years in business and we have successfully worked with clients literally from around the world and not just local clients, not just clients in our area, but New York Times bestselling authors to publicly traded companies to the fastest growing HVAC company in America, all from bootstrapping this little company and from the belief that I could and that we as a team could actually succeed from a small town, a town of population of 48,000 people, that we could build something great, something remarkable from here. To me, that in and of itself is success. So in terms of the failures that I faced along the way in bootstrapping, there's so, so, so many of those. One of those would be, as I mentioned, the difference between project revenue and recurring revenue and learning the importance and the value of having both of those revenue mixes, but leaning heavily into recurring revenue because it gives you stability, gives you the ability to forecast, the ability to budget for the future. I've also had to learn the hard way about ensuring that expenses stay in line. It's easy to overextend yourself when you're bootstrapping because there's not a lot of money there. There's not money sitting in the bank account waiting for you in case you make a mistake. So learning to be disciplined in your finances is so, so important. And that's a lesson that I've had to learn the hard way over the years. In the early days of starting any new venture, there's always a million things that are vying for your time, vying for your attention, and vying for your focus. And so in hindsight, some of the things that I've learned is this, that there are two questions that we need to focus on every single day, regardless of how chaotic and confusing and overwhelming the day may be. We need to focus on these two questions and we need accountability around these. Question number one is what have I done to attract a new customer today. In other words, what have I done to be intentional, to bring more business, to bring more revenue into the company? And question number two is what have I done to keep a customer today? And so when I say keep a customer, I don't mean just keep a customer from the perspective of keeping a customer. I mean keeping from the perspective of converting that customer into an evangelist for your product, for your service, or for your brand. So those two questions for me are two of the best strategic things that you can do regardless of the stage your business is in, regardless if you're just getting started and you're bootstrapping from day one, or if you've been in business like us 14 years and you still don't have outside money, outside investors, et cetera. Focus on those two things because at the end of the day, that is what business is really all about. So two things come to mind for me. Number one is that ensuring we stay focused on the problems that we solve. In other words, don't get distracted by all the other things. Stay focused on the problem that your product, that your service solves for your customers, whether that's an aspirational thing. In other words, you help them achieve a certain lifestyle or you help them achieve a certain goal. What are the underlying problems that you solve for them? Or if it is indeed a problem that your product or service solves, stay focused on the problems that you solve. And then the other part of that is stay focused on the customers who you solve those problems for, right? Spend time on a regular basis, talking to them, understanding them, understanding their pain points, their frustrations, their desires. The closer you are in relation to your customers, in other words, the more you truly understand the way they think, the way they feel, the way they act when no one else is around, the more successful you will be as an entrepreneur and as a marketer. And the other thing that I would say is this, that consistency creates miracles. Consistency creates miracles. And so you've got to learn as a leader, as an entrepreneur, to be consistent in the little things. 
when you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and that person is looking back at you, remind that person that you have to be consistent and that those little consistent behaviors over time have a powerful and a profound compounding effect. So consistency creates miracles. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.